Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis DGS. So I was just telling the guys, this literally just happened. Like, two, I got a phone two minutes ago. Uh, George from ThrottleNet is on in an hour and a half or so, and I'll ask him about this. But I don't get many robocalls, and I don't get many sales calls. I just don't. And um, so I saw, I saw, uh, I can't believe I did this. I answered a number I didn't know. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. first mistake. But he, so it's a guy, and, he, and he's talking like this. And he says, uh, hello, I'm from the, uh, I wish I would have written it down, like from the police and something society. <laughs> and I, and you know, I'm very charitable when it comes to uh, people in uniform and law enforcement. So I'm listening. And he's like, uh, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully you, uh, you know, you value the, the men in blue, whatever. And, and you, it, I would like to send you an envelope for a one-time tax deductible oh. donation. And I said, is this a real person? And it was kind of a, a longer pause. And he goes, oh, you think that this is uh, a bot. I'm a real person. I'm just speaking through a computer for convenience. And I'm like, I said, oh. wait, it gets worse. I said, well, I don't know what that means, but can you tell me your name and your rank and what department you're with? And then long pause. I swear to God, I can almost hear going. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes. Oh, sure. My name's Al, and I'm with the, the police and the something benevolent something something. And I said, well, look, Al, uh, I said, I'm pretty sure you're not a real human, uh, but I do like to give to police association. So I'll tell you this. Call me back at another time because I'm about to go into a meeting show and uh, <laughs> I'm about to go into a major radio show, Al. I don't know if you've heard of it. Maybe like a T-shirt. Uh, but I said, call me back at another time and I'll be happy to talk to someone so long as they're a human. And once again, oh, we will call you back at your convenience. Thank you. Oh. So was I just talking to a really good AI? I, yeah. So, okay. I just got a new phone. Hey, congratulations to me. And it has a, <laughs> I'm a spit that out. <laughs> it has a feature on it that you can have a conversation with it's it's artificial intelligence. You can have a conversation with somebody on the other end speaking a different language and you will only hear what what is translated. So you won't hear them speak if they're speaking German or whatever. Right. You, you won't hear you'll the just German hear the translation. You'll hear the translation and then you can speak back to them and they won't hear anything but the translation. And it 
probably takes a while because it's got to translate. That's what that sounds like to me. So they must have yeah, it. You probably got to There's call gotta be some kind of foreign, foreign, forereign call center. I yeah. still don't know if it was real, so it worked well enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't give them my money or my information or anything, but it worked well enough that I got off the phone not knowing if that was a real guy. But yeah. if you think of it, the way that you have that little delay, like Ron just talking about, mm-hmm. but also the way that it's talking mm-hmm. could be someone who doesn't speak English in a native language, he, and that's why the words were awkward. weird. Yeah. Yes, it did seem awkward. So it's either someone using that kind of software, or it's an AI. Yeah. I think it's AI because no one says, oh, you think I am a bot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no one says right. that. You would Man. say, I'm real. Like, no, dude, my, my name's Al, and I'm a big fan of the Seahawks, and I have a mole on my pancreas. I, you know, is. you'd say something. Like, I feel like I could make... <laughs> I sort of started to say this sentence not ironically. I feel like I could make someone know I'm human. <laughs> yeah. I bet I could make it compelling. Put that on the trophy wall. If even if if English isn't your first language or whatever, you don't say, "Oh, I see that you think I am a bot." You would say, "I'm sorry, you know, English isn't my first language yeah. or whatever it is." That's but just, they don't want you to know that. But it's very unnatural. Hmm. I don't think any well, human would say, you, you, oh, you think I am a bot. You probably can't pretend to be from a police organization in the United States and say, well, my, my English isn't first language, so <laughs> yeah. please bear with no, me. If you, my if name you, is like, Policeman. Most people speaking a language that's not native to them are going to sound stunted and weird like that. Yeah. Even if they are speaking their language, it doesn't directly translate. Some things aren't some some languages are more formal, like you're saying, I am not a bot, but others would be more where you, you can you know, have more yeah. contractions and yeah. you would shorten things up. But if you don't know that yeah. for the language that's being translated to, hmm. you wouldn't do that. Hmm. But I think I'll make a donation to backstoppers and block that number. There you go. Yeah. That because seems like I think- a I'm picturing a computer in a room somewhere that's got the show T-shirt on it. He's <laughs> <laughs> put it right over the monitor. <laughs> yeah, Have I so... mentioned that? I get it. We're so. <laughs> <laughs> if it said that, how would you have reacted? <laughs> I'll send him money. <laughs> like I'm getting out the checkbook. We're so toast. Like this stuff is only going to get way more advanced. Yes, and way it harder to discern. And I mean, you're you're not unsavvy. You're not, you know, unintelligent. Thank you, but I'm saying, like, if so, if you were like, you got off the phone thinking, "Hey, right, Andrew thinks I'm not unsavvy." Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> but, like, if if you oh, got I off the phone, I see that you think I am not unsavvy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're kind of going against Amy's argument. I'm sorry. Was his name really Al? It's what he said. <laughs> That's AI. That's AI. Whoa! Letter A. You know what I mean? It would look like Al, like a uppercase A, lowercase L. Yeah. There you we go. cracked it. So, so the voice to text messed up, which Rachel happens all the time. Blew the doors off this thing. <laughs> My name is yeah. Press the fake button. I got a push notification from CNN as you were telling that story that says, "quote a fake." This just in: man refuses to donate to police. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ow! I've never been so insulted. Makes cruel accusations. <laughs> Unsavvy radio host. <laughs> what if it was it actually a guy that just talked like that? Right. <laughs> yeah, he's Poor real. Guy. He's a fan. He was real nervous. Yeah. So every, the pauses were just him like gathering the he's courage like, to oh. respond. You think I'm a bot? Just like making mouth noises, you thought I can hear like, it. Right, like, right. You're ruining uh, this, Al. What, You're ruining what this. What rank are you, Al? <laughs> I am a sergeant. What are you? Sergeant. Now I'm starting to think of the dude from Men in Black, the alien yes. who squeezes himself into that guy's body, like, all right, sugar water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of no, now. But this, I got this notification from CNN while Dave was telling his story. 
A fake recording of a candidate saying that he rigged the election went viral. And experts say it's only the beginning. This was in in Slovakia. Oh, we had the there was a thing. Joe Biden, Joe Biden uh, in, in New Hampshire telling people not to get out. Saying, and vote. Don't don't bother going out. Mm-hmm. Save your vote for November. Is, I agree with Andrew. It's, it's, it's going to be a bad year. This is it's bad. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Yeah, I agree. But at least you're not unsavvy. <laughs> but we've, yeah, nailed, we've no, narrowed no, it down to bad. all these possibilities, right? It's either an awkward human, <laughs> right? an AI, a human in another country trying to speak through a translator, through a computer, or maybe it was the aliens. There are people probably on, who've been on like dating apps like Hinge and are like, this is this could very well be a human. <laughs> we, yeah. This person exists. It is by far the most human-like Fake wow. human, I've heard. Ugh. Okay. But still enough that I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> you know why? Not unsavvy. Oh, you are not unsavvy, Dave. Is that what Andrew say- said? Dave, I know you're not unsavvy. <laughs> what a... What a yeah. compliment. I will say I've hung up on one of my dad's friends before, like long, like long before AI, because I was still living at home, so probably in high school, and... I, uh, yeah, I hung up because I thought it was a robocall. It's just how he talked. Really? Yeah. Was it his timber or were the words he said? Yeah. Um, a little bit. Hello, both. this is movie phone. It was a very deep, <laughs> hello, is Dave Mark Scorsese? <laughs> and I was like, no, click. <laughs> <laughs> Get lost. Try again, loser. <laughs> <laughs> and then he called back. He's like, Amy? <laughs> You're like, you know my name. <laughs> I would like to inquire if your refrigerator is running. <laughs> <laughs> you should catch it. So, Rach, you almost ruined the meeting you were in? Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. I was in a meeting with everyone from the newsroom, which I'm already, like, I don't belong there. And everyone's like, <laughs> Rachel, what are you doing Rachel, here? you're not unsavvy. <laughs> yeah, you're not unsavvy. But it was close to lunchtime, and I hadn't eaten in a while, and my stomach was grumbling <laughs> oh. so loud. Like, it was humiliating. It was, like, <laughs> echoing through the room, and it happened three times. And each time I would, like, kind of slap my stomach. I, like, I didn't know what to do. I'd go locker room. I'd, I'd be like, oh. Like, Stop sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I can't help but make things worse. Hungry. Yeah, hungry. I was hungry. Uh-huh. I went to the dentist that. That the other day, amazing. and the dentist sat down, and he was like, stomach like right in my ear. You're like, man, you had tacos for lunch. You need to get out of here, bro. Prepare. This is going to be gross. Not like inappropriate, but just like it's going to hit you. I like to get massages, and I was getting a massage, and the lady, I was on my back. She was behind me, and she had just had lunch, I found out, because she goes, like a burp, <laughs> and I didn't say anything, but I was like, curry, onion, <laughs> and then she's like, I'm sorry, I just finished lunch. Yeah. We, call that, we call that a Kevin around here. Yeah. Of course, not, Except I don't hold them back. They just go. Not yeah. being unsavvy, I was like, oh, it's totally fine. Yeah. I hope you do it more. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about a backfire. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Everyone was very polite, though, and pretended not to hear, oh, but they definitely good. heard. It was... <laughs> Extremely loud. I was embarrassed. Does it resonate louder in your body? Like, can you hear so. your own louder no. than other people's? Gosh, I hope I so. I tell myself that, but let me be honest with you about other something. People hear it. Uh, I am now uh, on a diet. I've lost six pounds in, in a few days. Thank you. Yeah. But my point is this: I've been overweight for me so long that I can't remember the last time my stomach gurgled <laughs> out of hunger because hmm. oh. it's always full. <laughs> <laughs> I just That's a blessing. I can't remember the last time. The last hashtag, time hashtag I was like, whoa, Dave needs to eat something. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't...
And, and kids, well, that's how you get fat. <laughs> well, it also means you don't have, like, IBS or something. Because if I you would just... I wouldn't go that far. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what I was yeah, worried everyone in the meeting thought. I, I wanted to be like, this is just a hunger sound. Like, <laughs> nothing's not a, wrong. You're like, <laughs> no one's in danger here. family lunch at 11 every day. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm, meeting is running a little long. Yeah. I'm hungry. I don't have something brewing. I just need to eat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although, if you have something brewing, it might end the meeting sooner. Uh, well, you don't want to well, end a meeting like that. I don't want to be that person. Do you have a direct correlation between the when it's not hunger between the noises and something brewing? A cor- correlation? Yeah. Like, if you if your stomach, you're not hungry. It's uh-huh. just super noisy. Do you're like, oh, man, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. You don't think it's just More of a feeling. Around? Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. Is you it? can tell the difference. Yeah. And I don't know how girls are, yeah. but for guys, if I get a feeling, I can tell you whether we're two hours out, yeah. Yeah. an hour oh, out, yeah, yeah. Or, or a minute, I better find a cute yeah. <laughs> I know that, I mean, you're in great shape and you eat well, but you ain't never had the bubble guts. Well, no, I have, I do have the gurgles, but like, I don't, sometimes like nothing happens. It's just like, oh, stuff's moving around. I don't know. Yeah, I've had that's that's what was happening. Here's what I say girls. with girls though, we have a lot more on the inside and so it's a lot more crowded in there. Yes. You guys are all on the outside, so you know, look oh that's my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Take space right now. I mean I took it out of me. I do girls all the girls stuff is on the inside, so it's way more crowded. I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> I love Stevie Wonder. Love him. But not too long ago, I went down a rabbit hole about <laughs> he's not actually blind. Oh, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, Have that whole thing. That? There's a conspiracy Shaq? for everything. <laughs> Did you see Shaq? He was on like a late night show. And yes. He was like, he's Jeez. not blind because I saw him driving into the garage. <laughs> <He's... laughs> I was like, what? No. Uh, Stop it. What about the time that he performed? Was it a, an award show or a halftime and they forgot him out there? And he was just the, the performance what? ended, and everybody left yeah. the stage, and he was just. That's a real thing. They, yeah, they didn't, they forgot like ten to, years they forgot ago to send anybody out to get him and bring him onto the stage, and he obviously couldn't do it on his own because he's blind. How yeah. do you forget Stevie? Right. And he was like, "Is it over?" <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> Let's talk to Matt here on line two. Hey, Matt, thanks for calling in. Go ahead. Hello, folks, and uh, your show is is entertaining. I. I'm probably older than Bart Inman, and I his commercials are great. But I uh, I used to listen to Cam Wex at lunchtime in the late '60s, and listen to Rex Davis. Oh yeah. But uh, you but you guys have come a long way just in the last few years, and, and uh, very much uh, entertaining. Uh, on the phone call thing, I was involved in hockey in St. Louis for a long time, but I got a phone call once, and my secretary said it was Ron Caron on line two. Now, before I go any farther, do you folks remember who Ron Caron was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The do the accent. Right, so it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it was, uh, so it gets better because I took the phone call and I used like three adjectives in the first nine words because I didn't think Ron Caron was going to call me or ever call me. And uh, all I heard was silence. For a pin to drop, and he goes, I assure you, this is Ron Caron. <laughs> I almost had a heart attack, and I said, Oh my God. So I, I had to share some information with him that I had, and it was, and then it gets better because at the end of the conversation, he goes, 
I assure you, I will not uh, advise your superiors of your conduct. Oh. <laughs> so I hung the phone up. It was all. It was. I. He was a funny guy. He didn't say anything more. But one of the things I like best about you guys, and I've called in like three times in the last like month and a half, maybe, and. I don't know what you are. I don't know if you're a bunch of liberal folks or a bunch of conservative folks. You're certainly in the middle. And as journalists, you guys are journalists, in my opinion. And in today's world, that doesn't happen a whole lot because so many journalists are simply conduits for a message of one side or the other. So, But you're entertaining and you're funny. And I guess the only thing that outdoes this is your musical interludes are very good. And I could say, I wish they would continue playing that song, you know, but oh, other too. than that, uh, yeah. You have oh, no idea how much I wish we could keep playing that song. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That's, that's kind. That's really kind. Uh, that was, that was AI, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was AI. I assure you that I will not share this with your superiors. That's pretty great. Ron Karan is also a great name. Oh, it, I mean, if you were going to write a script for a movie or a, t- a sitcom, you would probably take it out because it's too on the nose. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. we want this Ron. salty old. Was he French or Quebec or French Canadian? Yeah. Okay, and we want <laughs> Ron Caron. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. You guys ever get a call from someone like that? Like it, it is actually a person, and you're at first you're like, no, it's not. No, I've had that happen so many times. It happened so. When I was in the old sports radio days, so sporting news radio, but before it was even that, it was called one-on-one sports. Oh, yeah, I remember So this is like late 2000s. This guy calls me, and he's like, this is Reggie Jackson. I want to go on and talk baseball with the the host. I'm like, this isn't Reggie Jackson. And he starts talking. I'm like, oh, my God, it might be Reggie Jackson. Turns out it was. It's pretty cool. Reggie Jackson. I remember this isn't what you're talking about. But, uh, Andrew, you'll remember when we had Costas on, mm-hmm. and he went off on Trump. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty epic. It was an epic takedown. And we're like, okay, Bob Costas, thanks, Bob. Talk to you soon. Click, hang up. About five minutes later, Andrew goes, Costas just called back. <laughs> and, he, and he has more to say. And I was like, are you sure it's Costas? <laughs> yeah, he called, he called back, and he goes, hey, it's Bob again. Uh, I got more I want to say. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Bob us? <laughs> he was like, yeah, I got more I want to say. On the <laughs> other end of that, back in 08, when Bolger and I raised money to rebuild the USO, it was, that's like Pika Mark's career. <laughs> Sad, because <laughs> how the Rams were. But it was very important to him to do the work. He didn't just want to write a check. And so we're putting on this big dog and pony show and this big concert. And so Mark was <laughs> calling places to get linens and folding chairs. And after like the third one hung up on him, he called me. He's like, I tried. <laughs> no one believes I'm Mark no, Bolger. He called me like, hi, this is Mark Bolger. I, I need to get some linens and folding chairs. They're like, ah, try to complete a pass. <laughs> That's not He nice. had a rough time. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 133 DGS. So I started the show talking about how I had foolishly, Andrew, to push back, I might be unsavvy. Um, <laughs> foolishly answered a phone number that I didn't know, and it was a really good AI, but seemed like an AI, and uh, ended up, you know, hanging up saying, call me back at some other point. And now I've had three more calls from different numbers and three texts Ooh. from different wow. numbers. Uh, hey, it's Lindsay from Opportunity One Group, just following up with you that blah, 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 blah. Oof. These people. Yeah, don't answer the phone. Yeah, I've learned a lesson. Yeah. That's why Ranj never answers when I call him. <laughs> well, you get on a different list there. Yeah, don't know where that's going to lead. She she usually likes to call when we're uh, when I'm two minutes away from the office. That's right. Like, can't this wait? No, I'll be there in two minutes. And generally, it's not important. Oh, oh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Once again, couples therapy. You ready for science talk with Dave? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty wild. Um, We all know that. Uh, generational dysfunction can be passed down. Typically is. Mm -hmm. You know, grandpa's abused, he abuses dad, dad abuses son. We all know this. But they now think that they have proven that trauma can be genetically passed down uh, in these mice studies. And they're called trauma mice. How bad a job is that, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're a trauma mouse. So what they did is they introduced them to uh, music, I believe, that caused them some sort of trauma. I don't know if they mm. poked them in the belly button Aww. or whatever it was. Uh, but then as they would have children, those children would react the exact same way to that stimulus. Isn't that terrifying? Yeah. That not only do we have to... Uh, you know, you talk about paying for the sins of the fathers. I mean, in, in some ways you really are, because if your parents, according to the study or even grandparents, it, it went back to grand, little trauma mice grandparents who almost never visit, uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> that if they go through something traumatic, it, it makes it into you. And for you're afraid of submarines or spiders or women or, you know, whatever, and you're not even sure why, but it's because one of your ancestors suffered some sort of trauma. That's fascinating. Haven't, I say, haven't haven't they studied that too in wild animals? 
It's how they become cautious about certain things. Yeah, I've always like they never. That. It's not like their parents were able to expose right. them to everything, but they know. Like as soon as a deer is born, they were like, "Look, this yeah. is a picture of a human." You know. Yeah, this is a tiger. Run from this. You yeah. know, like they don't. They, but they know what to do. It's fascinating. What? I think like I'm not into uh, like weird stuff. Like, is it uh, who was the political candidate? Marianne Williamson. Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Williamson. Uh, you can go really, really far down this path, and I don't. But they do say, like, your you know, studies have shown your cells, like, react to your thoughts and your feelings. So mm-hmm. if you're thinking really negative thoughts or you're struggling with depression, like, you will have physical manifestations. It can be inflammation. It can be joints. It can be stomach. That's wild to me. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. A completely different topic, but this one kind of got me. Y'all know who Susie Orman is, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the financial lady. Um, she says nearly two-thirds of millennials say that spending $7 every day on coffee brings them, quote-unquote, joy. But I would drop dead before ever buying a to-go coffee ever. <laughs> oh, that's right? extreme. But I think this is really interesting. It, it's interesting because most of the people I know who have a lot of money, are very cheap. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I came into a lot of money, I know because I can feel it in my bones, I would become much more cheap. Does that make sense? Hmm. Even though it doesn't make sense that Susie Orman can can afford to buy a car every day and still be fine, much less a Starbucks. Uh, but she just it would she couldn't drink it. She couldn't swallow uh, one bit of coffee because it would just make her so sick that she spent seven bucks. Whereas millennials, who I'm just going to assume are like normal, normies with normal jobs, it brings them joy. I'm going to be on the side of the millennials on this one. I kind of am too. You know what I I wonder if, um, I think millennials feel, and I know there's polling to suggest this, but I don't have it off the top of my head, that millennials feel worse about their future than, you know, our parents did about theirs when we were growing up because they thought, hey, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll buying a home job, is harder. All that, get home. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. So when you're like that, when you're in that mindset, I think that you just look for any little victory you can throughout the day. And if it's a $5, $6 cup of coffee, then you're going to do it. Can we just talk about something related to this in the last couple of days? Not Not specifically the cup of coffee thing, but it was something about millennials who that that age group there was some some kind of behavior they were engaging in on a day-to-day basis and they were just like you know what you know it doom spending that's what it was, it was mm-hmm. maybe that came up yesterday yes. or the day before it's like well it does, it's not going to matter anyway i'm Correct. not going to have money when i retire right. i have yep. the money at this moment i'm going to get my coffee yep. that's what i was going to say is that it's that whole idea of it doesn't doesn't really matter and that idea of momentum of once you have money you see that it does matter and you're like oh i'm okay then you want to make the right choices but if you feel like i'm so far from where i need to be seven dollars isn't going to make exactly. or break me i'm not it doesn't matter then you just do it anyway i think we get that way with exercise or healthy eating whatever it is if there's momentum and you're seeing results yeah. you tend to accelerate the quote-unquote good decision making but yeah if you feel like Man, I'm never going to afford a house. I'm going to at least get myself yeah. a coffee. Yeah, yeah. makes me happy. I, she, whole, she's how old? Uh, my age-ish. Maybe oh, I was going to guess older. 
Could be because um, I was wondering could if I that's look good. that for sure. I mean, you look way better than Thanks, Susie Orman. Well, Dave's thirty-five. Yeah, so. I know she's not, at least you not know, super more savvy. than that. Um, <laughs> I, I just wonder not if some unsavvy. of it is it, is a well. I mean, she's a money person, so of course a money person is obsessed with money and what it can do. Because she's thinking that's seven dollars a day. That's thirty-five dollars a work yeah. week. That's you know one hundred and fifty bucks a month. I can turn that into three hundred bucks a month if I invest it in this yeah. or that or thing. So she's a money person, but she's also of a generation where saving really worked. Well, so Mark Close, who was just on, dear friend of mine, both he and Dave Murray get great joy out of looking at their bank accounts and seeing them get bigger. I don't. I get joy out of spending my bank accounts. Now, I don't want to do it foolishly to where I have no bank account, but you see what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if Mark got $200 in interest in a day, that would make him so much happier than going out and having a $200 meal. Mm, and I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm with you. Yeah. Although I'm kind of in between. Rach, you're a little more in the Mark Close yeah, day, Marie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and I will go through periods of time where maybe I'm splurging on the $7 coffee, but I usually rein it in. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. It it does make, it pick, gives you a pick-me-up. It makes you happier. It's like if I'm having a hard day, maybe I'll text Andrew to get me a charged lemonade on the way in. You too. Oh, it just boy. helps. It just, it's just good. It's good for you. Um, <laughs> By the way, Dave, you are a lot younger than Susie Orman, and you are better looking. Hey! No, she's 72. Well. She looks good. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I've got a great one here. Have you guys seen the cussing children on TikTok? Yes. yes. Oh, my. For those of you who haven't seen it, <laughs> it's a new bit where they take like four, five at the most year olds. Yeah. And they take them in the bathroom. And like, these are kids who have a cussing problem. <laughs> at school, at and, school, at school, yeah. at school, and they say we have a new rule: you can only cuss in the bathroom. You, I want you to get it out of your system. And when this door opens up, <laughs> no more cussing. And they have a, they have a camera in there. It's some of the funniest, <laughs> most disturbing yeah. things. Because these kids are like they're looking around. They're like f yeah f f f. <laughs> F you, Evan. <laughs> Son of a B. And they're like, they're out cussing me. And then, and then the teacher or the mom or whoever be like, are you finished? No! <laughs> and then they'll look back and be like, Son of a B. <laughs> I love it. Have you oh seen... The, the, there are great videos that are not this that set up, but they're just kids caught swearing in funny yeah. moments. And there's a kid who looks like he's maybe seven coming home from school. Oh, and the door and he hits opens him. the screen door yes. and it slams and hits him. And he's, he's like punching. He's like, okay. <laughs> Calling oh it gosh. names and all that. He's just like cursing. Flips but it off. There's this little girl who maybe is three who's mad at her dad. And she's like, do you want me to say mother blanker to you? And oh. and he's like, no, don't say that to me. And then she said it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Somebody is teaching that okay. kid. I, Which is not for the air, but right. we'll, 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 yeah. we'll watch it on the break. I, I don't know. This is kind of along that same line. There were words that we couldn't say in our house. And, you know, kind of like the Home Alone era of the little tape recorder that yeah. kids yeah. had. Oh, yeah. So my little brother must have found a tape recorder, which is hilarious that his first thought is, I'm going to document myself breaking the rules. <laughs> and so we found this video, and he, uh, this, excuse me, tape record, uh, like a set tape of him, and he was really young, maybe like four or five years old, and he's saying all the words that he's not supposed to say. So he's going, and these are the words, he goes, 
bottom. <laughs> bottom. Shut up. Shut up, stupid. Shut up. Bottom. <laughs> and the whole it's just this of this four or five years. That's awesome. Bottom. Shut up, stupid. That's so great. Those were the words we were corrected to say. Right. <laughs> this family, we say bottom. We, yes, we don't say the A word. <laughs> How oh my god! Oh my god! It was the cutest thing. It's pretty cute. That's amazing. I don't know how I feel about the cussing kids though, because the <laughs> the video you just sent me, Dave, it's a teacher recording the kids. Yes. And she's like, "It's okay." The parents <laughs> yes, said it was fine, yes, and I'm yes. like, "If I'm the parent, and my child is such a bad cusser that also, they have to well, go guess to the who bathroom." Them, well, exactly. <laughs> like, I'd be so humiliated. Dude, wait till you hear this in the break. It's like impressive. Really? Oh, I I mean I can imagine the kid <laughs> being like, word, word, word. This little girl's like a gang. Member. Is it is it just rolling? Oh, she's got the flow. And the parents are like, wherever could they have right. heard that? Right? Yeah. Okay. Let's go to break so we can listen to this. Okay. One fifty one DGS. Good show today. Uh coming up at four PM, you know, the uh, report that they may have found Amelia Earhart's plane. Uh, 16,000 feet deep in the ocean. We have the guy who found it. He's going to be on at 4 p.m., so nicely done, Andrew. Uh, Or it's just going to be Andrew, one of his buddies, calling in and acting (laughs) like it, which I'm fine either way. (laughs) Tony something? Yeah, Tony Romeo. Romeo. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I thought it was Tony Romo when I looked at it. I'm like, oh, football. Um, And Amelia Earhart's plane. So I, I, you guys know me. I really am not very judgmental of like whatever you want to do, uh, whoever you want to be, even like romantically or sexually. Do your thing. Uh, diaper spas are opening up all around what? the country now. What? Oh, uh, what's a diaper uh, spa? Yeah. What do you think it is? Big. Mm. Uh, it's grown people wearing diapers. There you go. Oh yeah. There you go. In a in a right. in a spa. There you go. And it's perfect because there are those out there whose thing is to care for adults in diapers. And we're not talking about people who are old and infirmed and need diapers. Right. That's that's angels work when you do that. Right. We're talking about perfectly healthy people who just get a kick out of wearing diapers and being taken care of and people who get a kick out of caring for. So it's the most symbiotic sex club ever. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're called diaper spa hmm. and they're opening up. They're legal. Well, I mean, sounds illegal. Well, well how's that illegal? Price, yeah. It sounds. Nobody's it's illegal about hanging out in a diaper. Money. I got changed the diaper. I feel illegal. This feels illegal. It feels yeah. gross. It's like yeah, I really called it a gross. sex club, but they were they quick to point out that there is none. Okay, yeah, oh, they're just hanging oh. out in diapers. This is just this is what they do. That so makes it's them like happy. a it's a mental thing. Yeah. Not, I don't mean like crazy. I mean like it's for your brain. It's not for you know. I just want to leave you hanging. <laughs> <laughs> keep talking. Keep going. Let's see what happens. Hang out there on that bridge. That's not for uh, you know closing the deal. So is it just like great? Wear what you dig. Literally. Yeah. You know there... what the name of it should be you know blanks and giggles. That's what I would oh call it. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. It took yeah, me a minute. It starts with an S. <laughs> took me a minute. Remember the uh, wasn't it? She was like a scientist or something, and went to chase down her boyfriend. An astronaut. Yeah. Astronaut. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah. wore the diaper so she didn't have to stop to go. Yeah, that's dedication, ladies. That was like fifteen years ago. Yeah, that's that when that you know oh, yeah, it was a long time. Well, ago. Yes. And it worked, did it not? <laughs> right. I, I mean, not I forgot really. what the end result. I just did remember the him? diaper part. No, she didn't. She got in trouble. I think. Yeah, she got like intercepted. I think. Yeah, yeah but she didn't have to stop to go to. That's the That's true. That part was successful. It was the only successful part of the plan. Yeah.
You think she stopped for gas and then was like, probably. I could have just. I could have just. I didn't. Yeah, I don't think think a tank of gas was going to get her from one tank of gas was going to get her from where she was going. It wasn't. No. Didn't think that it's one out very much. That's a good point. I've yeah. never thought about it. Yeah, she had to stop anyway. Yeah, right. She's at the pump, like, ah, silly me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. She goes Where's in to get a frosty at? and some Twizzlers and just yeah. lets it go in the diaper. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been using this time to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Good uh, thing I got your this coffee. Diaper. Funny that. <laughs> Thanks. That's awesome. Uh, hmm. I mean, well, I guess if they're not hurting anybody, I mean, I'm not going to show up at a place like that. But uh, yeah, there's your next live endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've never been. Diaper spy, STL. I mean, I probably better like, than having none. Am I wrong, or wasn't there somebody in none the news lives. recently? <laughs> what do you say? It's better than having no lives at all. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> what's yeah. that like? Uh, <laughs> I do feel like there was somebody recently, right? Who was who liked to wear diapers? It was somebody prominent, and we Steve found Moore? that. Who? What? Well, people were Steve's claiming. Prominent? Maybe, maybe it's. I mean, I'm not trying to spread a rumor here, but I. Oh, but allow me. But people were saying that Trump was wearing diapers no, because it wasn't the way he was him. like walking off of a stage, and people say the same thing about Biden. Yeah, which is great persistent. when like the two candidates. It's like which one of them is in a diaper? There's persistent rumors. That they are both rocking nappies at any given point in time. <laughs> so it's going to be Huggies versus Pampers? Yeah. At the spa. No, it's the cloth ones. Oh. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 